What's up, awesome people? It's Steven, and welcome back to the Outdoor Gear Podcast. I am glad to be back. Seth has been putting out shows the past couple weeks while I have been running like crazy taking care of stuff. Seth and I have been strategizing a bit on where we want to take this whole thing, and I have many ideas, but for now, we just have to focus on the podcast and the YouTube channel. So enough of that. Today, we're going to talk about cool things being made in Oregon, and here we go. This is an alphabetical list, and again, you can find this over at thegearoutfitters.com and on the YouTube channel, Gear Outfitter. First on the list is Ahern Cycles. They make some very cool, classic-looking bikes over there, so it's worth looking at just the website for sure. There's not anything there in my price range, but there is a stainless steel bike that was built to be in a museum, and I think the price of it just got reduced to about $20,000. So if you're looking for something like that, Aaron Cycles. Beckel Canvas. They make tents, tarps, bags, and packs. I like their minor tent. It's really easy to set up, but it's made out of canvas, so it's not something for through hikers or long distance hikers. But if you're a river guide or you spend time on horseback, this would be probably a good option to check out because it's going to last forever. Benchmade. I'm sure most of you have heard of this knife company. They have a nice collection for 2022. So you head over to their website and check those out. I think there's quite a few that are limited edition. Blackstrap. They make face gear, base layers, and goggle covers, and some other stuff. I don't have anything from this company. I don't know anyone that does. But if you have any experience with this brand, let me know. It appears to me they are mostly snow sports. And some neck gaiters, it's not really something that I need. Next is Breadwinner Cycles, custom-made bikes. Again, this website is actually one of the nicer sites I've seen for custom bikes. They have many images of their builds and company information. It's more of a real website instead of just a single-page, landing-page type contact form that you'll see on many custom bicycle manufacturers' websites. Next is Carson Footwear. They have handmade running shoes. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, this is this sounds cool. The founder and CEO, Everett Carson, has a nice statement on his website that I'll just read to you verbatim. I needed a better shoe. I found most options were uncomfortable, poorly conceived, and imported. Like you, I want neutral running shoes that I actually enjoy running in, and I want them made in the USA, so I started making them myself. I don't know this person yet, but I already like him. That's very much the premise for thegearoutfitters.com, the website to accompany this podcast. It is, we wanted one place to find Made in USA gear and maybe some new startups that were doing some cool stuff, which we haven't completely incorporated to the website yet, but we're working on. Here's one more statement from that website from Everett. In my hunt for the perfect running shoe, I see an industry abandoned by the American entrepreneur. Many producers are sacrificing quality and outsourcing labor to build more profitable shoes. I want to create a superior shoe using the best materials and artisans our great country has to offer. From this dream, Carson Footwear was born. Really like that. Next company on the list, Silo Gear. They make bags, totes, and packs. This is another company I'm not familiar with, but they do have some very cool packs. Uh, they're currently located in Oregon, but for some reason, I feel like they might've started on the East coast somewhere. I'm not certain about that, but I just, it seems like I heard about them like in Virginia or North Carolina or something at one point. Not sure about that. I just, it seems like I saw them over there once. 
another bike maker is the next company on the list, and that is Comotion. They also have a really good website. They make some really cool bikes, and it's one of the few that I have found that make Trident bikes in the USA. For those not familiar with that term, that means a three-seater bike. But they also make tandems for two people. And if I ever decide to get another tandem or even a Trident, this is definitely the company I'll go to. Next is Dahlgren Hiker and Adventure Socks. So some of you may have heard on a previous podcast that the only socks I own are darn tough socks. And that is true. But that is also about to change as I am currently purchasing about 10 different brands of hiking socks so I can test them out here in Colorado. There will also be a video that goes with that, so stay tuned for it. And this company, Dahlgren, is one of the companies that I'll be testing. Danner, they make some of the best boots, in my opinion. They have hunting and hiking and tactical boots and work boots. I think I have three pair of Danner boots right now. One is a work boot, and the other two are hiking, and they are kind of the same design, and I love them. One thing, though, not all Danner boots are made in the USA. I've owned the ones that are made in the USA and the ones that are not, and they're pretty similar quality. The price point is just different. More bike companies, DeSalvo Cycles. They have a simple website, but there's good images of the work they do. So if you're looking for a custom bike, just another company to check out. There's tons of them in Oregon, tons of them across the U.S. Deviation, they make skis and snowboards. So I have to admit, I think I've said this before, I don't know much about skis and snowboards, but it appears this company is doing some cool stuff. If I was a skier or a boarder, certainly a company I'd be checking out. And another custom bike maker, English Cycles. They have a lot of options, probably more than any of the other companies that I've looked at. Um, They make all the regular stuff. They have road, gravel, mountain, but they also make custom time trial bikes, travel bikes, and belt drive bikes. Their website is not as well designed as some of the other ones on the list, but they do have images of their custom bike offerings. And even if you're not in the market, this site's kind of cool and you should check it out. EnglishCycles.com Gerber Knives and other cutting tools. And before you start yelling at me, I know that not all Gerber products are made in the USA, but some of them are, and they all have a lifetime warranty. I have an axe with a nylon handle. It's about 12 or 13 years old, and I have put that thing through hell, and it still sharpens nicely, and the handle hasn't exploded yet. Still in really good shape, holding holding together very well. I don't have any of their knives right now, but I've probably bought and lost, oh geez, five or seven of them from time to time. And they all worked as expected. They, they took an edge well and cut when I needed them to. Next company on the list uh, was making custom bikes and frames, but it seems they're not doing any new orders right now. I think it's Igle. It's I-G-L-E. So I'm not sure if that means they are overworked or just winding the business down. But they're on my list, so I wanted to mention them. Next, another knife company, Kershaw. And they make knives. And again, not all of them are made in the USA. But a wonderful thing they have done, which I greatly appreciate, is added a category just for Made in USA knives on its front page. There's no digging around or searching. So thank you, Kershaw, for making it easy for us to find Made in USA products on your website. Leatherman, again, another company that I am sure you've heard of. I've had a few of these. I love it. And I'm sure if you have one, then it's probably one of your favorite tools also. 
I don't get to use mine as much as I'd like to, but it's definitely great to have one. It's just a nice sense of security that if something breaks, you can fix it. The last time I used mine was probably last summer when the chain of my wife's Pivot mountain bike broke. I used the Leatherman Wave as the one I have to pry and bend some links around and then put the chain back together so we could get home. And the interesting thing about all that is just to bring it back to the ability to fix things and sustain yourself is when she told me what happened, I saw the chain broken. There was no doubt in my mind that it couldn't be fixed. I just pulled the multi-tool out of my bag and in less than five minutes, we were riding again. So I guess what I want to say with that is know how your equipment works, know how to fix it, have some have some tools with you that allow you to fix it so you don't get stranded because that could have been a situation where we're walking about seven miles pushing the bike to get back home. One other thing I want to mention, not just about Leatherman, but about tools in general is that if you go and buy them like used on eBay, you can get them for like half the price. I've seen some go on there for like $35 to $65. They were still in good shape. They probably just needed to have the knife sharpened and cleaned up a little bit and they'd work fine. So if you're not interested in spending $100 to $200 on one and you want to get one that's used, it's a good way to go. Just buy a used one on eBay. North Street. They make bike packing, travel, and everyday bags. This is a company that I want to get someone on the podcast to talk about their gear. I really like what they make and especially want to hear about the ethically sourced part of their products because they say all of their products are made in USA and ethically sourced. I'd like to talk to someone about like how that whole process works. It'd be really interesting to hear more. Next on the list um, is a ski company, and I don't know if it's on 3P or if it's ON 3P skis. It's more snow stuff, and even though I live in Colorado, I don't know much about playing in the snow. I do some snowshoeing every once in a while, but that's about it, so don't know much about this company either. Papillion is next on the list, and this is a custom bike company that I was talking about in the beginning where they just have like a single page, and there's nothing more than contact information. There's no details whatsoever about the company, but they might make really awesome bikes, so if you're looking for custom-made bikes, might be someone to talk to. Next is Purple Rain Skirts. Their website is purplerainskirts.com. The origin story is on the website, but I'm not familiar enough with skirts to understand the real value here. It appears that maybe they're more comfortable hiking skirts with pockets as opposed to women wearing these the convertible pants. I'm not real sure, but this is probably someone else that I should get on the show so I can be less ignorant about hiking clothing. Sawyer is next, and it's not the water filtration. This is paddles and oars. I have a Sawyer paddle that I got when I bought my first kayak like 100 years ago, it seems. The paddle has some wear, but it's still great. I also have a canoe paddle from Bending Branches in Wisconsin, I believe is where they're located, and it's in great condition. I can tell you it is worth it to spend a little bit extra money, especially on your paddles and oars, and they will last a very long time. Signal. Guess what? Custom-made bikes. They have many images of what they can do on their website, and I'm just such a huge fan of bicycles that there's really not any bikes that I don't like. Maybe some of these folding ones are a little strange to me, 
But again, another custom bike company. And it's amazing. There's a lot of people that really want custom fitted bikes these days, especially when you spend the money to go to a dealer or a bike shop and get the geometry that you need. A lot of times these custom bike companies can build you something that is perfectly fitted to you and certainly worth it. You're going to be riding it a lot. Next is the Simple Bicycle Company, but they seem to be more of a production facility for independent manufacturers. You can go to their website and click on the Products tab and have a look at their shop. There's a great deal of underlying tech for sure and making frames, but they have some really nice manual equipment that kind of shows what goes into making these high-quality parts. So it's kind of cool to get that inside picture of what's going on it's not like someone just sitting in front of a computer designing it and is being welded at some other facility and being shipped to the u.s you can actually see like the equipment they're using to make it after it's designed which i really like that that's a that's a cool thing to put on your website nice job six moon designs finally someone outside of the bicycle niche and they make shelters packs and clothing like i mentioned at the beginning of the show seth and i've been doing some brainstorming about things that we want to test, maybe videos to help people, and lots of other stuff. And this company is on the list for their shelters and packs. I am going to, well, we'll say need. I probably want a new pack in the next year or two. So doing a nice review of comparison of maybe three or six packs is coming. But obviously, I will not be able to use three or six packs So this is a good time to invite you to subscribe to the podcast and our Gear Outfitter channel on YouTube because the stuff that we are testing, when we're done testing it, will be given away to some of the listeners, subscribers, and commenters on the various media. Tanner Goods, bags and other things. The bags are nice. The crossbody bag, very comfy to wear when you only need to carry a little bit, maybe like your phone and your ID and a card or something. Um, really everything they have on the website looks great, but I like that crossbody bag. Next on the list is kind of an interesting company. It's called Territory Run. They make apparel and accessories. This is another company that I want to chat with. I love to see companies that are using recycled materials and making new products. It's just very cool to me. I'm glad that we're finally going that way instead of just getting new stuff all the time because honestly, I think that it's still cheaper to produce new than it is to take and recycle and make recycled products into new products. So any company that is recycling and upcycling, whatever you want to call it, any company that's doing this type of stuff, I want to support. There's another company that's called Recover Brands in North Carolina. And I am actually, if we had a video of this, you would see that I am wearing one of their sweatshirts now that says Recover Brands on the front of it. And the sweatshirt is made out of recycled plastic. I'm sure there's lots of other companies that are doing this as well, but this hoodie that I have is probably 10 years old. And I wear it all the time during the winter here in Colorado because it fits really well. And other than the paint stain that I have from painting my daughter's playhouse, It's still in great condition. I don't know that we are aware of the long-term effects of using plastic in clothing, but um, that's part of the reason why I want to talk to someone from Territory Run and Recover Brands and anyone else that's recycling plastic bottles in a clothing. Let's talk to some smart people and figure out more about these topics so we can share it with everyone. 
there's obviously some benefits to the environment, but I think we need to also make sure that when we're running this clothing through the dryer and it's heating up, that it's not off-gassing anything that could be bad for us to breathe. And from their website, it says, the fabric Territory Run uses is made from premium recycled polyester infused with recycled coffee grounds, giving the shirts superior odor repellent and moisture wicking properties. So I guess just to clarify, because I said a lot there, Territory Run is using the recycled polyester with coffee grounds and Recover Brands is the ones that are using the plastic. And there's a couple other that are using plastic. Might have misspoken in some of that, but I'm not going to go back and edit everything. Just clarify it here. Territory Run is recycled polyester. Recover Brands and a few others are recycled plastic. So let's talk more about some custom-made bikes because you know that's important to have. There's probably more bike companies than anything else from what I'm seeing in Oregon. Next on the list is TI Cycles, another good website with many of the images on the website of their abilities and designs. And then we have, let's see, one, two, three, four more that their websites are just contact pages or Facebook pages, so I don't know anything else about them. That's Tonic Fabrication, Vertigo, Vulture Cycles, and Wolfhound. So I guess the thing to do in Oregon is build bikes. Sounds like my kind of place. Finally on the list is ZT Knives. This is Zero Tolerance Knives with the same parent company as Kershaw. And between the two brands, they produce over 1 million knives a year. Now, I've never owned or even seen a ZT knife before. The ones I looked at on their website, they were pretty cool, and I was considering buying one, you know, for educational purposes, of course, but they're all out of stock. Seems to be a common trend with cool stuff and food these days, but I'll check back again sooner, and if anything gets back on their shelf, I'll get one, let you know. We'll do a review of it on the website, and then maybe we'll give it away. Maybe I'll keep it. We'll see. So that's all for now. I hope you enjoyed this. Please subscribe to the podcast and head over to the YouTube channel. I don't know that we have any real videos up now. Maybe uh, maybe some knot tying videos, some little fun stuff. But go over there and subscribe. And then when something comes out, you'll hear about it. You'll win some free stuff. Everybody will be happy. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon.